Gemara, Sukadaf Yudvet, Masechet dedicated that's the Hachimuel Ben Yudit to Mishpachto, today's Dabo Bistaru for Ashirema, Yosef Asa Ben Najla, Elna Refanalo, Shomeli Tua Hayom, Fata Nefesh, Ufato Kerbalabo, Ufata Gufato Kerbalabo, Kenya Sovermar, Amen. We begin today's Dab on Yud Adaf Amud Bet, and we're on the bottom of the Amud. We learned a Mishnah, Zakilal. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines. So the rule is that anything that is susceptible to tum'ah and does not grow from the artist, does not grow from the earth, is not fit for schach. So the Gibbarat comes along and says, or the Mishnah actually said, that something that is not mekabel tum'ah and grows from the artist, that qualifies for kosher schach. So the Gibbarat wants to know, mina nemile. How do we know this law? Amar ishtakish, amar kira, ve'ed ya'alem in ha'aris. So in Bereshit, when it talks about the first cloud, so it says a cloud uh, rose from the ground. So basically, what's a cloud? So the mist comes from the ground and comes up and makes a cloud. So we see that what? Clouds come from the ha'aris. So we call a cloud, gidulo min ha'aris. We don't see anywhere that a cloud is mekabel tumah. We see humans have susceptibility to tumah. Animals might have susceptibility. Kelim, begadim. But we don't see edim, clouds have susceptibility to tumah. And gidulom minna'aris. And we see clouds come from the ground. As it says, ve'ed ya'aleh minna'aris. Av davar she'en mekabel tum'ah v'gedudom in ha'aris. So too we're going to learn that all schach, for it to be kasher, is going to have to have the properties of clouds. Gedudom in ha'aris ve'enu mekabel tum'ah. And the reason why we'll compare a sukkah to a cloud, because according to one opinion, sukkah is connected ananekavod. So therefore if you learn that the sukkah is actually mimicking the clouds that hovered over B'nai Yisrael when they were in the Midbar, so therefore you see what? The schach that Klai Yisrael had in the Midbar was what? A cloud. And we know that a cloud is what? Gidulom in ha'aris, ve'ed ya'aleh in ha'aris. And we don't see anywhere that a cloud is mekabel tum'ah. <coughs> so therefore, that would be the source. So the Gemara says, Hani ha'leman da'amar, ananekavod ayu. Ela leman da'amar, sukot mamash, asulahem, ma'ika lememar. You know, there's a famous mahloket. What are we commemorating in Sukkot? Is it the fact that there was what's called Ananekavod, clouds of glory, meaning there was Mamash clouds over us? If you learn that it's Mamash clouds, so Yeraya from the Yalim and the Aris is very good. It's going to get the clouds. But if, you're, if you learn, no, they actually sat in regular huts in the Midbar in order to protect them from the elements. So then you cannot bring Yeraya from a cloud. The Sukkot wasn't a cloud. Who knows? For all we know, maybe they actually put garments on top of their uh, Sukkot to make schach, which is mekabel tum'ah. So how would you know the source for eno mekabel tum'ah bedabad bedolom in the if you hold sukkot mamash? Now how do we know there's a look at the Tanya? Ki basukot ushafti b'nei Israel. I put, God says I put you in, put the people in sukkot when they came out of Mitzrayim. Ananei kavodayu. So one opinion says there were clouds of glory. Devrei rebi li'ezer. Rebi Akiva omer sukkot mamash asulahem. Hani hal rebi li'ezer that says it was sukkot ananei kavod. So the raya is from what? Ed ya'alim and aris. El rebi Akiva that says sukkot mamash ma'ikalim emar. What's going to be the raya? Ki atar abdi mimun abdi mi came from Eretz Yisrael to Babel. Amar abdi Yohanan amar kira haga sukkot ta'aseh lecha. So over here it calls the holiday of sukkot hag. 
just like an animal, <coughs> when it's alive, that is, is not Interesting. And an animal grows from the ground. Now, exactly. We know it doesn't grow from the ground like a tree, but it gets its sustenance from the ground. And at this point, the Gemara is holding that if you eat from the ground, and that's your chiyut from the ground, that is also called gidulo menaaris. So again, that ayah is going to be from Qurban Hagiga. Again, is a live animal mekabel tum'ah? No. Does an animal consider gidulo menaaris at this point? Yes. Why? Because it eats from the ground. And as she, over here, comes along, <coughs> and along as she, Says the following: Ki hagiga kol behema, kol behema l'Rabbi Yochanan gedulei karkahem shemin hakarka gedelim shemin hakarka hem gedelim v'nizonim because they get their nourishment and they grow from the karka. So it's a new way of learning gedulei karka, not the conventional way. Well, normally, the way we learn gedulei karka means like a tree grows from the ground. An animal is not attached to the ground. The animal walks on. It's a stretch. It's a different way of learning it. But what? At this point, you want to say that's considered, and they have a proof to it. About Dagim, Dagim you can't call Gidole Karka, because in the water. So the water, that's not Gidole Karka. You can't say they're nourishing from the ground, they're nourishing from the, from the water. <laughs> and furthermore, Melah Vikimihinu Petriot, salt, Kimihim would be truffles, and Petriot would be mushrooms. Even though these things grow on the ground, but they don't get their sustenance from the ground. Right? We don't make shahak, we make shahakol on these items. They get their sustenance from the environment. So therefore, these things would be exempt also. So it's, it's amazing hadush. You have truffles and mushrooms that are on the ground, mamaj, attached to the ground, and that's not called gedolim because it doesn't get its nourishment from the ground. Mashiach an animal that's really not attached to the ground, but gets its nourishment from the ground, is going to be called gedolim and And she brings a proof to this. This is talking about Maaseh Sheni. So you have to take the monies of Maaseh Sheni and go buy food stuff and go take the food stuff to Yerushalayim. So it says buy Bechol Ta'aven Afshika, whatever you want. Oh, so, what, so, so the Torah lists different things that you could buy. So in the Gemara, it makes a derash to say that just like the examples that the Torah gave you is what? Gidule Karka. And one of the examples is what? Babihema. So you see in Maaser at least, the Gemara called animals Gidule Karka. Umihu. Umihu. So now that she digresses for a second. He says, Rabotai, although at this point we have Rabbi Yohanan, he's calling animals Gidule Karka. So technically, it should be permissible to take the uh, hides uh, of an animal uh, and uh, put them on top of the uh, put them on top of the schach, and you say uh, or take an animal, a live animal, throw them on top of the schach, and make them uh, make, make them a sukkah, not as walls, as as schach itself. Because if, again, if you hold the sami kabel and you hold its gedulei karka, so you should be kosher. So that she right away has to tell you, calm down. It's not going to be the maskana. We're not going to take this to halakha. Right, this is going to be rejected very quickly. And then if we're going to find another source, how do you know that Shach has to be Gedule Karka and not Mikabel Tumah? Right, even though they graze from the ground, so you're right, in that sense, you could call it as a stretch Gedule Karka. 
but it's not really gidule karka. About gidulim and haaris lo ikra. Ah, gidule karka, but not gidulim. Gidulim means it have to grow from the ground, and that's that's the real definition we're going to take. And therefore, animals don't fit that definition. And Rashi brings a raya from Baba Metzia. Poalim ochlim bedavad shigidulom in aaris. Poalim, the workers are able to eat when they're working from things that grow from the ground. Vegamar milot tasom shor bedisho. Shor bedisho. They learn it is when an ox is goring. Is not goring. When an ox is is plowing. So therefore, lot tasom you're not allowed to muzzle him. Ma daish miyuchad. Just like the daish is the wheat. That the animal is working on the field is the value as opposed to when the animals, when the workers, let's say, milking a cow. So we don't say that the milk is considered Why? Because it doesn't grow from the ground, even though the animal grows, meaning develops from the ground. So if we see from over there that the Gemara took a more literal interpretation of and if that's where we're going to take the Gaber, Sukkah. Gemara comes along and says, so we go to the Amud Rishon, I ma'chagiga ba'alechayim, afsukana meh ba'alechayim. The Gemara says, well, if you want to say that, you could use uh, some hagiga. so wait, hagiga is ba'alechayim, it's a live animal. Afsukana meh ba'alechayim. That is an interesting question. The Gemara is actually saying, so then it should be permissible, basically, for to use a live animal for the skach, not for the wall, for the skach. So, yeah, let it be. So that she comes along and says, or, or the Mephatim come along and say, and we don't see it. We don't see yeah, it. Which means, uh, p- people don't uh, uh, use these for, uh, 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 for Srach. Which is, all, all, all you'll have a, 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 a is, is what? That just like the Hagiga, I'll say it better. Really, you have a nice hekesh. I learned sukkah from hagiga, but if you're learning it from hagiga, then I have to say it like this: Ma hagiga balehayim. That just like the hagiga is a live animal, av sukkah name balehayim, and therefore maybe only, only live animals. Who told you could use skins? Make the hekesh, <laughs> which means who told you now you can use things that come from an animal? Maybe literal. And, and that we sure can't be. With only Bali Hayim you can make for, for Skak. So it's not uh, Mr. Baby. People don't do that. But it says, And this is the keeper now. Now we're going to give the real derash. How do we know Skak has to be? When you will gather, So this is talking about when you gather, that's the time of Sukkot, it's the time of harvest. What are you gathering? You, the gordon is the grapes from the gordon. I'm sorry, gordon is from the wheat, and the yekeb is from the grapes. Now, what type of grapes and what type of uh, wheat are we talking about? Well, obviously, if you're trying to prove eno mikabel tumah, food is mikabel tumah, so it cannot be grapes and wheat. So the gemara's doresh it's psolet gordon veyekeb meaning the the refuse of it, the leftovers from it, which means the, 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 the wheat has the, like the, uh, either want to call it the chaff or the stubble of the wheat, that, that you cut it off, not the edible part, or you have, let's say, the grapes, you have the husks, and the other part of the grapes, the twigs, that part you don't eat. So it's the psolet of Gordon Veyekev, which has both qualities. Gidule karka, yes. And inomikabetuma, yes. And that's the proof. The proof is 
from Be'ospecha, Be'gornecha, Be'gornecha. Now, of course, Rabotai, don't forget the beginning of that pasuk. Haga Sukkot Lecha Shivat Yamim Beospecha Begonecha Megbeka. So clearly it's talking about Haga Sukkot. So that's the way we know it. The Emma Gordon Atzmo Vyekev Atzmo. Who told you? By the way, the Pasuk says Gonecha. Gonecha sounds like the wheat. And Yekev means what? The grapes. So maybe it means the grapes itself and the wheat itself. And then that's Mikabel Tumah. So who told you you're talking about the non edible parts of these items? Maybe it's talking about the actual items themselves. What's a yekev? The yekev is the vat that the wine is in. Now, if you're going to learn that it means that what? You're being misakech with wine? A barrel of wine? Forget about the barrel. It means what's in the yekev. The yekev is the wine that's in the barrel. You can't be misakech with, with wine. So there were, there's, that's the next question. But at this point, the Gemara is saying, Yikbecha means a vat of wine. So that way you cannot learn it literally. Because can you be mesakech with wine? Obviously not. The Gemara says, why not? Matkifla, Rabir, Miya, Ve'ema, Yayin, Karush. Haba, Mesenir, Shudomel, Egole, Devela. They used to make congealed wine. So maybe, maybe what, that's what it means. Yikbecha, from the wine that's in the vat, that you congealed it, and you made it like Egole, Devela, which is these figs that are dry, that become like a cake. So maybe, maybe that's what it's talking about. Take these dried uh, uh, cakes of wine and put them as the skach. So you have no ra'ayah that it's not becoming tumah. Because again, that is a food stuff. So the Gemara comes along and says, that is a very strong question to the extent Amar Bizera ha miltahaba biyadam. We had a proof in our hand. It was a great proof. Until what? And the came and shot an arrow through it. Which means, <laughs> he, he knocked it out. Because we thought, But he said, who said? Maybe Yekev means what? Dry the congealed wine. If we have no proof. So we have to readjust the proof. So the Gebra says, The meme is the key. Which is, you're right. If the Torah would have said, Make a sukkah from Gornecha and Yekbecha, It's the food itself. But it says, meh, from the item. Ella, you're not using the main item, you're using the non-edible parts of it. Meh gornecha, meh yikbecha. Rav Chazda Amar Mehacha, a pasuk in Nehamya, se'u hahar. This was talking about when they were telling, the Navi was telling them to go build Sukkot. And he told them, go get stuff to build your Sukkah. So who's he telling? Go to the mountains. Ve'haviu ale zayit. Ale zayit is the branches of the olive. Ve'ale et shemen. And also, Et Shemin was also, I guess, a, a tree of, uh, of, of oil. I guess another, uh, could, be, could be an olive, could be another tree or fruit that gives oil. Ve'ale hadas, that's also hadas. Ve'ale temarim, or the leaves of the palm tree. Ve'ale etzavot, etzavot is also hadas. But what do you see him over here? All the stuff that he was telling him to get for his for sukkah was what? Devarim, shigidolom in from the tree, and no, no food stuff. All branches leaves, and things like that. So we have a pasuk in the Hamya that we see from the, from the materials that he told him to go collect. We see that that's the issue. Now the Gemara has a side question. Two of the things that he told him to collect was hadas and anaf ale etz avot. Now we know from, from the laws of Lulav, the Torah calls hadas anaf etz avot. The reason is because it has the three uh, uh, hadasim in a line, like a ring, like a taba'at. Or like a like a rope goes around. That's called anaf 
etz avot. Avot is like a ring that goes around. They're in the same line. So therefore, why do you have to tell me that he told him to go collect hadas and go collect etz avot? It's the same thing. So the Gemara asks, Hainu hadas, hainu etz avot? Which is a side question. We're just asking now in the Pasuk in Nehamya. Amar of hadas shoteh lasukah. Etz avot lalulab. Which means, he was telling him, get, get two types of hadasim. One hadas that's kosher, that's called anaf etz avot for your lulav. Because if, it's, if you're building a sukkah, it must be sukkot. So you got to get a, a, a hadas kasher, anaf etz avot, that the three leaves are on the same line, like our uh, mm-hmm. hadasim, for, for, for lulav. And then get regular hadas, we call hadas shoteh, meaning it's not in a straight line. There's zigzag, which is not kosher for lulav, but it'll be kosher for the sukkah. And now the botai, we go on to the next mishnah. Havileh kash, we're talking about very bundles of either straw or of wood or of ziradim. Ziradim is also a, a type of uh, 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 twigs and things like that. Cane. Cane, okay, it's a type of reed actually. And when they're moist, they give it to the animals. After they dry up, usually use it for fuel. Anyway, you made these bundles. So what says from Yerushalmi, it's talking about bundles of 25. Nonetheless, can I just drop these bundles on my sukkah and use it for schach? Let's go slow. These are gedolei karka, and they're not mekabel tumah. So seemingly, this is very kosher schach. What's the problem? They're in bundles? Why should a bundle have any impact on my schach? So the Mishnah says, en bahem. As long as they're in bundles and they're tied up, you cannot use them as schach. We don't know why yet. Vechulan shehitiran but once you untie them, it's going to be kasher. Vechulan kasherot ledefonot. Now this is going back on the whole pedic. Everything that we said in this pedic until now, the first 12 pages, that we said is pasul fischach, is going to be kasher for walls. Therefore you can use mekabel tum'ah, it doesn't have to be gedule karka, etc. All these items are kasher and forget what we just said. Bundles, let's say, that are untied, that are tied, that's not good for schach, will be good for the walls. Basically, your walls, you have open, uh, open uh, ticket. You have more restriction. Now, the question is over here, what is the reason why the Mishnah should osed using bundles for the schach? The chaurah is perfectly kasher. So the Gemara comes along and says... The Gemara comes along and says... Now, how do you know, just as a point, that when it comes to defanot, when it comes to walls, you could use anything. Maybe the walls follow the, follow the skach. So that she over here is very important. Kishirim the defanot. Very important. Anytime we see the word sukkah in the Torah, and as she talks right from the beginning also, sukkah equals skach. That's it. Sukkah is the covering. So therefore... Whenever we're going to mention the word sukkah in the Torah, it's only referring to schach, not the walls. Now it's a big kedusha. The dofen lo ekres sukkah. Right, dofen is not a sukkah. Sukkah means something that's hovering on top. Sukkah, call it a roof. Oh, so she's asking me a question. So what are you talking about? You're telling me that walls are not called sukkot? You forgot what we learned earlier? How do we know exactly? How do we know how many walls you need in a sukkah? From the word basukot. Remember, basukot, basukot, basukot. If you go in the mikra, you have six. And you minus one, the gufa. But all the walls will learn from the actual word, sukot. And you're telling me that when it's sukot, it only means schach? The deras for the fanot is from the word sukot. 
Unbelievable, which means, no, the word Sukkot means schach. But remember we said, it's an extra. So it's not from the word Sukkot, it's the fact that we have an extra. I don't care what the word is, it's extra. And therefore, it's not from the mashma'ut of the Lashon Sukkot. It's the fact that it's an extra word in the text. So whatever the word is, therefore I'll learn the Fanot. But in Akadami, when I learned the word, like we said, uh, when we learned the word sukkah, sukkah pshat in the word means schach. So now the Gemara comes along and says, Kishinina defanot. We saw that over there, and therefore, fine. Now the Gemara begins. About Rabbi Yaakov, Shmat b'nei Rabbi Yohanan Tali. I heard from Rabbi Yohanan two halachot. Hadaha. What is the Mishnah? He quoted the Mishnah that what? If you put these bundles on the schach, no good. The had of Eidak, what's the other case he taught us? It's later on, we're going to learn adapted. What's Chotet Begadish? You have a pile of, let's say, uh, hay or straw. And what does the guy do? Exactly. He, he digs out from the inside, and basically what ends up happening, by digging out, he ends up getting a sukkah with some walls, and he's got hay on top of his kosher Now, he discussed both those cases, and he said, in both cases, So we know the ruling. Ena sukkah on the bundle case and ena sukkah on the chotet begadish. And then he gave reasons. Hada mishum gezerat otsar, hada mishum taase velo minasui. And he gave reasons. He said, Botai, one of these cases is pasul because a gezerat called gezerat otsar. I'm worried if I allow you to make a sukkah in this way, you might come to make a sukkah in your a warehouse, and if you make the sukkah in your warehouse, we'll see, it's not going to be kasher, because the warehouse, you're not putting the sukkah there for shade purposes. And therefore, one, I don't know which one yet, but one of these sukkot are going to be pasu, because gezerah, you'll make it in your warehouse, and the warehouse sukkah, even though it's got sukkah on top, but you didn't put the sukkah on top, uh, shade, obviously, because you're not sleeping there and you're not living there, so that was not for shade purposes. And then we get to store the goods there to protect the goods. So, therefore, I'm going to say one of these cases, the reason why it's Asud is because of Gizrat Osan. And the second one is Mishum Ta'asevalom Nasui. We learned last night what's Ta'asevalom Nasui. The Sukkah needs an Asiyah, not that it's made by itself, by doing something external, and as a result, the Sukkah now went from Pasul to Kashir. Which means what makes the sukkah kishin has to be a action, not something that's done by default. So one of these sukkot are going to be pasul because of ta'asim velo minasui. That's what Yohanan said. And what did the rabbi say to Biyakov? Velo yadan ahim inayu mishum otzar, ve'im inayu mishum ta'asim velo minasui. But I didn't know which reason applies to which sukkah. I know both sukkot are pasulot. And I know the rabbi gave two reasons. Gizerat otzar, ta'asim velo minasui. But I, now, it sounds like Gezerat Otsar is a rabbinical item. Gezerat and Ta'asim Elam Nasui is a Torah item. Okay, they're both Pasul. One's a Pasul in a Torah, one's Pasul in a Banan. But I don't know which reason applies to which Sukkah. So he comes along and he says, Amar Ibn-Biyah, let's do an analysis. We can figure it out ourselves. Amar Ibn-Biyah, Bar Abba, Amar Ibn-Biyah. Oh, that's our question. What is the reason indeed why the Mishnah said you can't use bundles of these pieces of wood? What happens? A guy comes home from work. In those days they were what? They were farmers, they were working in the fields. So they have a bundle on their shoulder. So what does he do? 
He has to put it somewhere. Spot over there, drops it on the sukkah out of the way. Now, why did he put it over there? Why? They're moist. So therefore, he wants to use them as fuel. And therefore, what does he do? He puts it on top of the sukkah in order to dry them out. And he doesn't put it there for the shem. And then you know, says, you know something? He changes his mind and says, you know what? Keep it for schach. But Torah amra and the Torah comes along and says, oh, that's not going to be a good sukkah, because what made it a sukkah? When you put it on, your ma'aseh was what? Ma'aseh pisul. Because you put it there, l'shem, drying. What made it kasher now? A non-action, exactly. Your word. All the guy said was what? Oh, I changed my mind. I'm using the sukkah now. No good. Now wait. Here's where the Gemara is a little tricky, and you have to get the, get the flow here. It sounds like, that now if you'd ask, what's the reason for Habile Kash and Zeradim Wais Pasul? Oh, Ta'asev Elohim Asui. Actually not. This is actually saying, the reason is Gezerat Otzar. Yeah, that, that's why it's tricky this Gemara. If you don't have the Rashid to, to, to guide you, you'll get lost in this Gemara very quickly. The Gemara is telling you it's a Ta'asev Elohim Asui issue, but Rashid will tell you, oh, it's Gezerat Otzar. I explain. I explain. Which means, the Mishnah actually was saying the following. That even if he puts the bundles on L'Shem Tzel, which would be kosher. I put L'Shem Tzel for shade. Not, not the case of the Gemara. Guy went and took bundles, he came home from work, and he said, I know the law. I know you can't put it up there for storage if I want to sit in the sukkah. And I know the law of Ta'asim and Asui also. So he put it on L'Shem, Mitzvah, Sukkah, V'Tzel. Is it a kosher sukkah? Perfect. It's a perfect kosher sukkah. But the rabbis came along and said, we're going to make a gezerah. That, that's not going to be good. It has to be with Rabbanat, because when the Torah, that case is good. And what's the gezerah? What we just said. I mean, that a guy's going to come home. And that's what's called otzar, that you might put it there for storage. We're changing now our definition of what Otsar was. The way I explained Otsar initially was, you might make the sukkah in your warehouse. And when you make the sukkah in your warehouse, you don't put it l'shem, tzel. Now we're saying, no, over here, even if the guy puts it l'shem, tzel. The reason why it's asur is because we're worried about this case over here, but it's only a gezerah, it's not asur in the Torah. Of course, the gezerah is atu ta'asev in asui. But at this point, it's not ta'asev in asui. So therefore, according to this, the reason why, who's talking here, the Bi'i, the Miyah, is saying why you cannot put bundles. If somebody asks you the reason for the Bi'i, what's the reason? Not Tasev, not Asui. The reason is Gezerat Otsar. Otpam, I'll say it clearer. If, yes, Tafka bundles. Because you bundles. Because, 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 because only bundles. Right, right, right. Because a, reg- a regular case of Tasev, not Asui is not Asud on a Gezerat. Tasev, not Asui is Asud here we're saying that we're worried that got, what are you saying you're worried already that's gezerah again let me speak up what's your concern the guy's coming home now you're right if he does exactly this you have a big problem but Amishah's not doing that Amishah's talking about a case where the guy's sticking it on the sukkah l'shem tzel so it's kasher Torah 100% but the rabbi stepped in and said what gezerah mishum otzar otzar you might Put it up on the schach, l'shem storage. And if you put it on shem storage, what's the problem? You might come to fix it, al changing your mind, which that would be a problem of 
But we're making a gizra even when you did it good. Atu otzar. That's why you see now the gemara is going to flow because the gemara now says medeha mishum gizrat otzar. See, without explaining like that, you don't know how to read this gemara. He's saying from the fact that we said now that the bundles is cause of gizrat otzar. Who said that? We just said hazul hazul. So then we have to explain that whole thing to get the gemara to flow. Medeha mishum gizrat otzar. So must be the case of the digging out the Gadish. And I understand why. Because basically, how did your skach become a kosher skach? You didn't touch the skach. You dug out, and you made no asiyah on the skach. So, review. At this point in the Gemara, the psul of bundles is medrabanan. Gezeram mishum otzar. And the psul of Gadish is psul de oraita ta'asevelo menasui. So we figured it out. We've Rabbi Yohanan gave two cases and two reasons. We don't know what the reasons are. It's very simple. We know what Rabbi Yirmiya said. Rabbi Yirmiya clearly, when he talked about the bundles, said it's kizirat otzar. So that reason is used. We have one more reason left. Ta'asevelo menasui. That must apply to the case of the Gadish. So the Gemara says, so what was Rabbi Yaakov's uh, issue then? Why do you have a safek? Rabbi Yaakov had Rabbi Chaya bar Abba. Lo shamiyale. Listen, he, he didn't hear uh, uh, Rabbi Chaya uh, bar Abba. So okay, if, if he didn't hear it, so therefore uh, he didn't have a uh, an understanding. Good, but if he would have heard it, he would have known. So Gemara says, Amar Wait, atu habide kash habide etzim mishum gizerat otzar ika mishum taasev v'dom menasui leka. So wait, I, I don't argue with you. It's true, you gave me a beautiful case how putting bundles on top of the sukkah is problematic because of gizirat otzar. That's for sure. But it also could be problematic, not gizirat de rabbanan, it could be sudoraita. Which means, the regular case, if the guy puts the skach, uh, the bundles, on the roof of the sukkah for storage, and he changes his mind, it's not because of gizirat. Which means, you're right, you're telling me otzad. Well, I told you otzad. It can be because of tasim of rasui, in the case that I just gave you. And furthermore, ha-hotet begadish, mishum tasim of rasui ika, mishum gizera otzad leka, which means it's quite possible that, uh, let's say, uh, the guy, uh, he came along and he fixed the tasim of rasui issue with the gadish. We built this Gadish situation over there, and we fixed that. How did he fix that? He, sure. he shook the he shook the skach. But maybe I'll still make a gezera midrabanan at to what that he might not. Uh, uh, even if he builds it correctly in the Gadish, he might not. And then we have a gezera mishum otzar, which means both reasons apply to both cases. You just told me you committed. This one is this atasim masui that was otzar. We got it. So the rabbi is coming along and saying, actually, both reasons can apply to both cases, which is both cases could be asur in the oraita, and both cases have a scenario where it could be asur midrabanan, tasev and asui being the the oraita, and gizrat otzar being the drabanan. In the gadish, I'll get rid of tasev and asui. How? Now, now, what's the reason why it's going to be asur? I'm not going to let you even sit in such a sukkah. Because I'm worried that what? That you might come to sit in a otzar that was done for the wrong, uh, for the wrong reason. That he put the skype over there. Yeah, because, 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 because,
Yeah, because since it's not a regular regular sukkah, he's storing a pile. Exactly, he's putting things in there or something like that. So they might make a gizera that you sit in this type of funny sukkah, you might come to sit in a store, and the storage is a problem. Why? Because you didn't put it for for schach. Point is, by the way, if I'm learning like that, that means that will be a sudoraita in that case. Because if you're going to sit in the outside like that, that'll be. Yeah, it's not the Shemsukha. Not the Shemsukha, so it'll be a sudoraita. Read Rashi. Look at Rashi. That's for you, David. This is Rashi. One, two, three. Uh, one, two, three, four lines to the bottom. Ah, he fixed it He took the whole thing down, he shook the schach on top of the uh, of the uh, Gadish. So then what's Kashem and Doraita, right? So it has to be Right. Let's say it doesn't mean Alaya. And if it doesn't mean Alaya, what's gonna happen? Right. Which means same thing. Say even if you kosher it up. I'm worried that what? Gizira, you might not kosher it up. Which is Gizirat Otsar. So Yabra comes along and says, which means the Bihanan came along and said that I know which one is the Deoraita Psul and I know which one is the Dirabanam Psul. How? We just said both reasons apply to both cases. From the wordage of the Mishnayot. By our Mishnah, what was the language? By Now, don't, don't, Tosfot takes out the word Lechatechila, because Ketechila could be confusing. But En Mesakechim sounds like, it's really Kashet, it's really Kashet in the Torah, but don't do it Mishum. Exactly, Mishum. The reason why Tosfot takes out the word Lechatechila, because if it's a Sumit Rabbanan, it's a Surah Fidu B'Diavad. Not only the katahilat, even the avad. But the lashon in mesakechim sounds like in mesakechim ba'em because of a reason. But mina torah mutar. Mashiach by the gadish. What does it say? Hachotet be gadish en asuka. Sounds like what? Happy mina torah. So therefore, that's how Rabbi Yochanan knew which one is the deoraita one and which one is the in the chenameh. You could have used the. Flip them around, but from the Mishnah, it sounds like they were giving you the cases and the reasons, as we said. So there's no issue with Gadish <coughs> if you pick it up and put it in. Exactly. Exactly. If a person makes a Gadish and he fixes the Skach, you're kosher. Because in the Gadish, it was only a Ta'asib, the issue, the rabbis were not concerned about Gezira Mishum Otsav. But the bundles, they were, they were concerned. They were, exactly. The bundles, even if you put it on the Shem Skach, they were worried that you might not storage, and therefore they made a giza. Ultimately, both sukkot are going to be pesulot. Now, Kemerat is going to be pesulot de oraita de rabbanam, but they both, they both not good. Kemerat amar v'yudah marav. Still not good. Uh, good, good. Yes. The whole problem of next year, look at this gadish and say, "Oh, we're not gizera." That's a new gizera. That's your own gizera. That's which means. Ultimately, the whole Gizra of Gadish is what? Ta'asev al-Aman Asui. You fix your Ta'asev al-Aman Asui. Shalom Koltuf. Amar Rab Yehuda. Amar Rab. Sikkecha bechitzin zecharim kesherah. Benekevot pesula. All right, Rabotai. 
Amazing Rashi over here. Rashi, in those days, they knew what these things were. I think Rashi says, Kegon Shelanu. Meaning he knew what swords were, and he knew what the male, uh, the male stick was, and the female stick was. We have no idea. We don't have any connection to harpoons and arrows and things like that. But let me just, let me just explain it to you, what it is. Basically, you have the, the metal part of the arrow, or the harpoon. And what? There's two different uh, styles of it. One, uh, the stick has a hole in it. And they have the harpoon part, and the, from the harpoon part, it's like a little piece of wood coming out of it, and that fits into the, to the stick. The stick that has the hole in it is called the nekeba. There's another way that what? That they have actually, the hole is in the harpoon, and the stick has the protrusion coming out of it, and they stick it into the protrusion. That's called the zakha. It's, it's ugly that when it's connected, it looks the same. The question is, what's the connection? So we have a, uh, a stick that's called a zakhar or a stick that's called a nekeba. Now let's see what the Gemara says. The Gemara says that if you use these zakhar poles, because they're perfectly kosher for skach, meaning it's, it's wood, it's kedule karka, the question is, is it mekabel tum'ah? Well, if you have just a straight piece of wood, it does not have a bit kibul, the zakhar, it's just a straight piece of wood. So since it doesn't have a receptacle, it's not susceptible to tum'ah, so they're for the kasher. Whereas when it comes to the female, the female has a hole in it. And therefore what? It's a receptacle. So it's a clee, it's, it's got the gedule karka, but it doesn't have the enomekabel tum'ah. So that's why the Mishnah the Braita says that the nekeva is going to be pesula. So the Gebra says, zecharin keshera peshita. Of course, it's a kiddush b'kishira. It's a it's a pishutekeli etz. It's a regular piece of wood that does not have a bet kibul. What are you telling me? But it says, "Ma'odetem and exov zecharim atu nikevot kamash malan." I would have said, if I let you use the zecharim, you might come to do do the nikevot kamash malan. We don't make a gezera. Be nikevot pesula peshita. Now we're going the other way. The nikevot is pesulot. Of course, it's pesulot. It's a kli that has a bet kibul. A bet kibul has tumah. Or susceptibility to tumah. Ma'odetema bet kibula asuil malot lasher mekibul kamash malam. This bet kibul that it has is going to be filled up eventually. Once it's filled up, it stays there and it's not going to be undone. So therefore, it's not a bet kibul anymore because you closed it up. So I would have thought that a bet kibul that's permanently be closed is not considered a bet kibul. And then I don't leave it normally like this. These 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 chachim. What do I normally do with, with these with the kibul? I fill it up. So you might, there's a bit kibul there now. Eh, but what do you do with this bit kibul? Eventually you're going to fill it up and leave it there like that. So I would have thought even now that it's not filled up, but since it's omed to be filled up, it's not considered a bit kibul. Kamash malan, b'asher usham. Right now you didn't fill it up, it's considered a bit kibul, and therefore it's going to be... No, the wood is wood. The wood is wood. Spirit, of course. Spirit is metal. No, you're not using the spirit. Since I might come to... Since I venture up, I'm just using the stick. But since, since I'm going to fill it up, since I'm going to fill it up, I would have thought the soul's not a hole. Of course you're not. Of course you're not. But my point is to say that since you're filling up this hole eventually, even though now it's not filled up, I'm putting on the skach without the spearhead on it. But my point is, this hole is a hole that's destined to get filled up. Which means, when do we say, bit kibul is a bit, like this cup. This cup over here, not filling it up. It's a bit kibul. That's considered susceptible to tumah. But if you have a hole that you know that the way you use this hole is only by plugging it up. So it's not a hole. And if it's not a hole, even though you didn't fill it up yet, maybe it's susceptible to Tumah, or maybe it's not, not susceptible to Tumah. Right. No, so 
therefore the Gemara says Kamashmanan that it is still a bet kibul. Amar Avabar Barchana, Amar Barchana, Sikicha ba'anitzeh pishtam. Okay, let's go slow. You have over here bundles of pishtam. What is it? Pishtam, flax. Okay, and you comb them. Pesula. You have to say why pesula? Flax grows from the ground, so it has the quality of gedul dekarka. Then, if it's pesula, it's got to be because it doesn't have the second quality. What's the second quality? Because flax is susceptible to tumat nigaim. It's susceptible to the tumat tzara'at. And therefore, tumat, no good. Now, behutz, that's called what? Anitze. What are they called? Combed flax. And then you have hutzne pishtan. That already is unprocessed. I mean, what's the process? They soak it in water, and then they comb it, and they, uh, 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 they, they, they bang it, they comb it. Well, that's kishira. Why is it kishira? Because unprocessed pishtan has got two qualities. Now, the question we have of is, Hushne pishtan. Hushne pishtan enu yodei amahu. Which means, enu yodei amahu means, I don't know if it's kishira or pesula. We know anitze is no good. And we also know hushne is good. And we have the hushne, we don't know what the deen is. Now, the hushne hatzvan in the yodaya. Now, forget about the deen. I don't know the mitziut. What is it? What is it, Bechlal? Before we get to what the deen is, we don't even know how to define it. Which means we know that it's unprocessed. We know it's unprocessed to a certain degree because if it was processed, we have no safik. If it was processed, we make a tumah. So obviously, if we have a safik on what the deen is, it has to be unprocessed. But we don't know to what degree is it unprocessed. So the Baruch says, here's the two options. Ma nafshach. Idayik nafitz hushni karile. If you tell me that it's combed. And what? And it's uh, not... Or daik actually, it's beaten, but it's not combed, and that's what you're calling hoshne. Uh, so then, abal tari velo daik, but if it's just soaked and not beaten, that's called hutsni karile, which means hutsne that we said is not mekabel tuma. It was, it was uh, uh, just soaked, and soaked is considered unprocessed, even though you soaked it, but that's not considered processed. And what's the case? We have a safek where you soaked it and you beat it, but you didn't comb, comb, it. comb it. Oh, so then we have a ready or something. But if you just soaked it, zero. That's one, that's one way. The first case of hutzne, hutzne means you soaked it. Soaked it, ah, that's nothing. nothing. It's too early in the development. And therefore, not mekabel tumah, kasher for schach. That's hutzne. Mazi, hushne, 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 they soaked it. And, and they, they also beat it. Beat it. And okay, so what are you doing to it? But you didn't comb it. Oh, then we have a sefik. Means, what's the sefik? Is it considered processed enough? Or maybe still not? Or oh, what's the other side? Or dilma, tare velo daik name hushne karile. Right. That maybe hushne is talking about where it's actually soaked. And what? And you didn't beat it. Wow, so if it's soaked and you didn't beat it, and that's even considered a sefik, which means you're very early on in the process. You still. just soaked it and still think about it as a havamina, or not havamina, a sefik, that even if it's just soaked, it's going to be considered enough. So therefore, if you have a sefik on this, so then go back to the case of hutzne. Hutzne, you also have a sefik then. 
which means if you, right, that's what's going to come out. If you have your safik on this side, so then your safik on Hutz is also a safik. Because you can't say Hutz is definitely kasher anymore. Because Hutz also is what? It, it, it's soaked and not uh, 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 beaten. So therefore, we, we have a safik on this case over here. Which means maybe once it's soaked already, it's enough. That's the point. So therefore, once you have a safik on Hutz like that, you'll have a Oh, so read Rashi. Read Rashi now. Start from the third line, uh, second line down. Im kishera o pesula. atzman eni yodeya. Right, which means what? Maybe it's talking about it was dayik. You banged it on the mechteshet. Uh, but you didn't comb it. Okay, so there we have a sefik. But in the case of Hutzne, there was no sefik, because all you did by Hutzne was soaking it. Soaking is too early in the process, it's not developed, it's not processed, therefore not mekabel tumah, therefore it's kashir for sukkah. Right, which means, it's like a kiahu de lo It's no different, which means, soaked would be like not soaked, the same thing. Right, which means maybe over here the case of Hushne is what? Lotare was not, I'm sorry, was soaked and was not beaten. And still what? That's called Hushne, and even in that case I have a Safek. After Bechla Safeka. And in the case of Hutzne, it's, it's really uh, nothing done, zero. Then you have to learn that case has to be Lotere mm-hmm. Vidodai okay. to be Kashir. The only way will Matir Hutzne is before that. But once already you started to make it so, so it, already, it could be it's already Hushne. processed enough. So Hutzne we have to redefine. Yeah. Hutzne is before that. Hutzne will be before it is soaked, and that's the only time it will be Kashir. And then once it gets soaked, then already we start that way. Amen. Amen.